Flowers come in different colors. Welcome to the Factor. Welcome to the Factor, your weekly battle of facts, y'all. Alex is the host, not a slack off. Mike's got the facts that'll smack, y'all. But don't worry, cuz Pat's got your back, y'all. It's the Factor. It's the Factor. Hey, this is the Fact Off. I'm your host, Alex, and with me as always is Weekday Freak Pat. Hello, everyone. And Sandman the Mic Man. How's it going? Wait, why is that my name? Because I thought of it today and I texted it to you. And it sounded cool. Sandman the Mic Man. Because Mike works on two different levels because your name is Mike and you talk into a mic and then you're also a man. Hmm. Is Thanks your for name breaking that short down. for Microphone Sandberg? <laughs> it is. Well, no, it's spelled M-I-K-E. A phone. And the phone is still in there. Microphone, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it works. Okay. It still works. The story right. checks out. All right. I saw you posted that poll, Mike. Did you get the results of that poll yet? Uh, what no, people should you, call you? I'm sure you voted on this poll, so you could probably see the results yourself. I, I voted. Did vote. What'd you vote for? I voted for a hot steam machine. <laughs> We were, me and Pat were talking to our brother today, and we're like, Mick, uh, Mickey, what do, you th- what do you think of the name Hot Steam Machine? He's like, what, Hot Skin Machine? <laughs> <laughs> so we decided it should be yeah, Hot Skin Machine. Yeah, we're going to change your name to Hot Skin Machine. <laughs> Sounds like I like um, tantalizing skin or something. Yeah. I think your skin's pretty tantalizing, and we get the, I get to look at it for an hour each week, and I just I can't stop thinking about it. I have been told I have soft skin. By who? Your Buffalo dog? Bill. <laughs> um, so, let's just get right into it. Who won last week, Mike? Or two weeks ago since we took time off. Oh, yeah, we took, we a, did. Yeah, we took a week off. I forgot. Oh, we needed that, too. I was so worn out last week. So many facts, so little time. Yeah. Your brain just eventually fills up with facts, and then it gr- drives you mad. Like, yeah. I was going nuts last week and i had to drink so much alcohol to forget forget a lot of it is that why your so. head is getting so big it's full of facts yep all right well i, I i'm stumbling beating around the bush to tell you who won last week because I, I don't i don't like it. I, I don't like it actually i actually liked your fact though alex thank you oh wait was it alex <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I won. I beat around the bush, but I did like your fact, Alex. That means I get to give a victory fact. <clears throat> you know walruses can sleep in the water? Yes. So walruses, they have a... Not, I'm not going to say this right. Fowler gown, <laughs> farland go pouch. They have a pouch in their belly. Well, that was can, perfect. <laughs> they can fill up. With air, 50 liters of air, and it can doze off in the vertical position, and it will keep them above water. Okay. Well, you could have just said that. Like, uh, nobody was surprised that they sleep in water. They're like water creatures. Yeah, but they can't breathe in water. <laughs> yeah, but they. I just assume they float. I assume any animal that can swim, like, all the time in water, they could probably just figure out a way to float. float. Is that a fact, or are you assuming? Yeah. I'm assuming. Oh, don't make an ass out of you and me, Mike. Well, because you have to think that if they spend most of their time in water, then they probably developed ways to like 
reserve energy in the water, so that's floating. They probably have ex- excess blubber to help them float or different they stuff have, like that. They have a really pouch. coming I just hard said it. at this. Uh, coming yeah. hard at this victory fact. Sounds like someone's <laughs> jealous that he can't sleep in the water. Yeah, uh, I can I, sleep in the water. Prove Mike, it. You do you have one of those things, Alex? Said Alex. Could you repeat what that thing is called? A pouch. <laughs> okay. I got rid of my pouch years ago. But you know what it's time for? <laughs> oh, it's time for Pat's back, 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 tackle. Pat's back, 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 tackle. Pat's back, 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 spectacular. Pat's spectacular. Not featuring Mike? I was waiting for a featuring nah, Mike. No, not this week. Sorry, Mike. Maybe next week. All right. First up on the fact calendar. It's a bit of a long one. Uh, you know it's a misconception that giant pandas dislike sex? I didn't know that was a misconception <laughs> at all. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> well, apparently they don't have a problem with mating in the wild. The main issues is when they're bred in captivity is uh, they try to select males based or mates based on genetic qualities rather than actual interest. Ah, yeah, that's and, that's why their nickname's the Shy Banger. Yeah. Is it? Is that a new no. Mike nickname? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm adding that to the list. We're changing the poll. Mike the Scheibanger. Sandberg. Uh, yeah, apparently, and this is what I thought this was interesting. Uh, female pandas are fertile only once a year for between 36 and 40 hours. Nice. It's almost like they don't want to live yeah. on. All right, next up. In 1963, on March 5th, the hula hoop was invented. Nice. You guys are big hula hoop fans? I've never been able to... Hula a hoop. I've hooped a hula before. Yeah, it's, like it's success, like oh, with your arm because everyone can do it with their arm. Yeah. Maybe what I, about like your waist? Uh, I I remember there's a pretty decent movie about the hula hoop. I think it's called like the Hudsucker Proxy, maybe. But yeah, yeah it's pretty good. Robbins. Yep, check that I out, folks. I can't hula hoop that well. So wait, Mike, can you actually hula hoop around your waist? Uh, for a brief ten. 20 seconds. <laughs> That's not would, pretty long. I wouldn't call it anything time. special. I'd say we start a podcast about Mike's hula hooping career. That's how special I think it is. All right. Next up. In the 1960s, maternity leave was often considered permanent, and employees were under no obligation to retain female workers who got pregnant, and as many as 40% of businesses reported reportedly took advantage of the lack of laws. Oh, man. That's why people keep saying make America great again. Yeah. I want to just fire all my employees who have babies. They get pregnant and kick them out. Uh, Guess what year the uh, Pregnancy Discrimination Act was finally passed? That's good. No, guess what year. Oh. (laughs) That's good. I want to change my guess to... (laughs) From your guess of that's good? 84. 19... 73. Ooh, closest is, I don't know, 1978 is the answer. Oh, I didn't go over. Yeah, yeah I think Mike you're closer. Mike is closer. Yeah. You're a math teacher. You could have do that math. Yeah, I'm trying to leave it open for the students. As a teacher, you're not supposed to just give out the answers right away. Nope. Because he doesn't know the answers. If you the answers to the test, they always pass. That's true. This one I is my favorite fact of the week because I think it's very interesting. Do you it's know my the, least um, favorite. What's the and symbol called? And percent? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Did you know that was uh, considered uh, at one point the twenty seventh letter of the alphabet? Really? Yeah. It came what, after you... Z. 
Would you put that into words? Yeah, I think so. Like uh, hall and oats, I think, is the word. Okay. But you know what's interesting is that it came A through Z, but the, the alphabet song is W, X, Y, and Z. Like, it actually fits in the song. It does. No, wow. but it would be Y, N, Z, N. Yeah, Y, Z, and. Like, it doesn't make any sense. So it should come before the Z. We should just get rid of Z. No, Z is important. I'm always catching them. Yeah. How else would you go to the zoo? Yep. How would I get there? Get there, Pat. We would. Uh, we wouldn't have Ninja Turtles too. Secret of the Ooze, as you know. That's true. Or Zoolander. And, and Ooze is zoo backwards. Yeah. No, it's not. Ooze has an e on it. Oh yeah, damn it. <laughs> Continue. All right. Final. Final fast fact of the week. Uh, a person who refers to themselves <laughs> in third so person. so proud of himself, and he, <laughs> he thought he was right. I thought I was going to slip one past you guys. <laughs> nope. We're all about the facts here. All right. Uh, Mike, you always refer to yourself in a third person, right? Who was that you're talking about? <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, so, a person who refers to themselves in a third person is an iliast. Julius Caesar, Salvador Dali, Charles de Gaulle, Pele, Mr. T, Flavor Flav, Sesame Street's Elmo, and Jimmy from Seinfeld are among the most well-known Iliast. Really? Yep. Elmo? Yeah, Elmo says says his name one time. Elmo loves you. Yeah. That's exciting. So, yeah, there's a word for people who do that, and that word is annoying. Oh, get him, Pat. Yeah. Fight me, Elmo. Pow, 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 pow. So since Alex won last week, Alex wait, 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 hold up, Alex. I actually have a submission from a fan. (gasps) What? I don't know if we're going to run this section very often, but (laughs) I'm going to call it Fan Facts. Ooh, Ooh, Mike's getting his own segment. I like it. Yeah. So did you guys know that during the filming of New Hope, like the Star Wars, is it a New Hope or? New Hope. I forget. It's called Star Wars. Yeah, it's called Star Wars. They changed the name later, so I don't ah, acknowledge yeah. it. Well, thanks for padding the fact for the fan. <laughs> um, but during the filming of the movie, Harrison Ford refused. He, he's like a method a- actor, sort of. Uh, but he refused to eat steak while he was on set, and everybody was like quite confused why he would do that because you know the, the they would always give out like good foods to the actor. Um, steak actors. after steak. What? <laughs> this constant steak after steak on steak after fillets, steak. Fillets for days. Oh, it was great. And one of the one day they interviewed him and asked him like, "Hey, Harrison, why why don't you eat steak on set?" And he said, "Because it's always too chewy." All right, guys. <laughs> I think this is it for the fact up. <laughs> What fan said this? Was this a real fan? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll take uh, fact puns for for a new section. Okay. Good job, okay. fan. We appreciate anyone who listens to our show and wants to contribute in any way. Um. So I won, so I get to go first. Well, I get <laughs> no. to pick the order. You get to do whatever you want. <laughs> you don't have to yeah. go first. But I'll go first. So... As you guys know, yesterday, March 20th, was the first day of spring. It was. Happy Woo! spring, everyone. Happy spring. Then why was it 20 degrees the other day? It was bitter cold. I just scraped my car this morning. 
And, and, me, baby. and then the day after that, my neighbor across the street decided to mow their lawn. I'm like, I hate those people. Why are you like, getting you... started with this early? Like, what? Why are you like, bringing this? Like, like, there's a nice day in January or February, like randomly, like warm day. You see people mowing their lawns. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Take the months off. I don't know. My wife told me that our lawn looks like it's the worst lawn on the street, and I might have to mow it soon. So, if you're my listening. Lawn... My lawn is the worst lawn on the street, and I'm not mowing it until June like a normal person. June? That's kind of late. You mow it once in <laughs> that's June. That's why it's the worst lawn yeah. on the street. Once in June, once in September, and you're good for the year. I, I'm all for just getting rid of grass altogether and coming oh, up with a June. new method. Yeah, yeah rocks. rocks they have. Down at the beach. Yeah. A- Arizona. The beach, Arizona, the same thing. All right. Is so, this your fact? Do you have a fact? Yeah, what was your yeah. fact? My, my fact is... Mowing lawn sucks. Uh, no, how did the seasons get their names? That's my fact. Oh, we I knew. Next year you're going to give us the same fact. Did I give it last time? No. Uh, yeah. Um, right. <laughs> got you there. <laughs> Spring, which originally called... Lenten, which meant to make longer. The days got longer. And eventually, in, yeah, I think so. I didn't look that up. I thought about it, and I was like, eh. Um, but yeah, it was just like the days were going longer this time of year. So, but in like the 1300s is when they cha- started changing the name to Springing Time. Wait, did Event- they really? Yeah. Because uh, flowers would doom it over the winter and fall, and then boom, they sprung out. And eventually, they cut it down to springtime, and eventually, spring. Uh, springtime for Hitler for a while, and then it was springtime? Yep. That was the other one. Uh, summer. Uh, the word summer comes like be- before. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is a fact about spring, sir. I said how the seasons get their names. Oh, I didn't know we were doing all the seasons. Yeah, because oh, wow. fact. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I wasn't prepared. Spoiler, there's not much about summer and winter. Um, wasn't it from <laughs> uh, summer, Summerland or Summerland time? Yeah, yeah it, was, it used to be called Summerland time. Yep. No, it's a, it's a... The word comes from an old... Like, before uh, nine, uh, 900 AD. It was from Old English. They say it comes from sem, which meant like one or together, which makes sense. People come together during the summer. That's it. That's all they have. And they've just been calling it summer ever since. And winter comes from the old dramatic uh, word for water or rain or snow. That's wet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spring wind. That's it. Yeah. But it's like odd because they used to like measure people's ages by how many summers and winters they live. But like it makes sense that they are the two major like changes. Like fall and spring on the in between the two. So like it makes sense that the first two would be summer and winter that people had like a time and then eventually they got bored and added spring and fall. And fall is clearly the best, so you saved it for yeah. last, right? Or do you, you are, are you not going to talk about fall? What was spring? It was what was it called again? Springing time? It used to be springing time, and then they stopped yeah. the ing. I like springing time. What about fall? Like was it falling time then? <laughs> well, fall, like, it used to be, originally it was called harvest, because people harvest stuff in the fall. 
I think you actually said said this during your moon infamous moon fact. Yeah, (laughs) the best. Um, Oh no! If anybody wants to listen, go to bed really quick tonight. Go back to the moon fact, and it'll. Oh man, that's a snooze fact. I don't think most people listen. I don't think most people listen to this at night. (laughs) That's how they sleep. (laughs) Don't listen to our facts while you're operating heavy machinery. Doctor prescribed. So they, it used to be called Harvest, but then people started moving to the cities. So people in the cities don't really harvest. So the word autumn started to appeal, and it's from Old French, uh, which came from like an old fat Latin uh, word that means like in, to increase. Like no one really knows where it came from. Just this is a really pe- good fact. <laughs> no, like this, like it says, but then. They also started to call it fall from the old English saying, fall of the leaf. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> and I guess like it, fall used to be popular in England, and then they brought it over here, and then the English were like, no, we're going to call it autumn. Is that how we and, got fall? They're like, we want to change the leaves here too. Yep. Uh, and I also heard the same thing about soccer. Like soccer originally was called like soccer in like commonly in England, and then they decided to start calling it football, just to be like, different. Yeah. There are other countries in America that call it soccer. Yeah, I'm not going to name them because I I don't know. Probably Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to name because I don't know. Probably Canada, the United States. I would say. Yeah, <laughs> America, America territories, the moon. America Junior. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's how we got our names. It's like just people just referring to these the seasons that by these names. It's a good fact. I like your fact was here's how we got the names. Three of which they're not really sure how they got the names. Yeah. but it's just like somebody thought it up, and we just stuck with it for all these years. So that's at how least, words work. At least yeah. I could say that I know more now than I knew five minutes ago. Springing yeah. time is it. I might vote for your fact just for springing time. Um, the name of my fact is a season by any other name is still a season. Very nice. That's the and best part. Mike can go next. <laughs> it's the best part is that it's over. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get on the tracks again. And uh, let's, let's talk... Uh, sort of a religious fact. We don't bring these in that often. Uh, Speak but, for yourself. Yeah, my whole fact was religious. The religion of nature. Yeah, he brought up Lent. Yeah. Do you guys know anything about Pope Pius the Twelfth? Yeah. No. But well, he, he was infamous. Infamous. I can't say that word, so I'm not gonna even use it. All right. He was infamously known. <laughs> Why'd you go back to it? I'm not going to say it. And I'm going to really try to say it. <laughs> Why'd you double dip on it? Like, you went so hard back into it. I just felt like I could do it. I just felt like I could do it. Uh, okay. But he was infamous. Yeah, Why am I trying to say it again? <laughs> infamously. Yes, thank yeah, you. Okay. But his major blemish on his resume uh, was that he stayed silent during the Holocaust and during Hitler's rise. So he was that pope that was like, ah, I'll turn a blind eye to what's going on over there. Uh, 
But a little known thing aspect of this Pope is he was really big into technology and science. And uh, he saw like the uprise of television in the 1950s. So I guess television started becoming super popular. People stopped listening to the radio as much at home and started listening to or start, started watching television. I heard TV killed the radio star. It's true. That was video. Ah, that's shit. Damn it. Yep, exactly. Carry. L- let me carry on. Uh, <laughs> so, since he anticipated this popularity increase of the television, he decided, hey, he had an idea. What if we take a popular saint from... He probably went through a whole list of different saints to choose from. He's like, what if we take a popular saint and make them the saint of television? Ooh. Yeah. So on Valentine's Day in 1958, he named St. Clair of Assisi the patron saint of television. Did she have anything to do with TVs? Well, we'll get to that in a second because I think his idea, his his uh, thought around this was kind of interesting because she lived eight hundred years prior to this, so obviously she she didn't have a television. Uh, you so, know. Uh, and and also, why why is there a patron saint of television? I guess when you lose your TV and you need to find it, he I guess yeah. he knew that eventually we'd have to watch Mass on television. <laughs> Hey, we used to, to watch, watch it. Mass. I yeah, was I'm on sure, Mass once. I'm sure on people TV. do watch Mass on television. Yeah, we went uh our church uh they like invited us down and we got to be on TV. I don't remember that at all. You probably weren't there. Wait, you guys were both <laughs> on television? <laughs> what would I have been doing? <laughs> I don't know, probably your Satan worshiper. <laughs> Call mom. We were definitely on TV for being on church. All right. Well, are you going to call her right fact. now, or are we, can I continue call, my call fact? In between facts. In between facts. All right. What's funny is a, a lot of Catholics <laughs> even had, like, the image of uh, Claire Assisi on the top of their television, like a statue of her, or, like an image, and, to get <laughs> and they would just better. put it up on her, top of their television. Well, I might be wrong on this, but wasn't her picture that's, like, Two metal rods sticking out. <laughs> yeah, <in opposite. laughs> that was in the antenna. But funny, oh, oh, okay, the patron saint of uh, rabbit ears. <laughs> yeah, but funny enough, they they claim that it would help with the t- TV reception and all that. So, like having this <laughs> patron saint of television on your TV. Oh, what if what if you just go put like a picture over on your TV now and like now I got cable TV. Oh, my TV's 4K now. <laughs> Dang. Uh, is there going to be a patron saint of TikTok? Like, why aren't they thinking ahead? Like, who would be the patron saint of TikTok? The DeMello girl. I think, I don't know how to say it. I think it's DeMello. Oh, Charlie De- D'Amelio or whatever? D'Amelio, yeah. Something. <laughs> We're really uh, alienating ourselves from the hip culture. Yeah. TikTok? Well, I'm sure, I'm sure there's like a famous, like, Catholic person that's on TikTok. No. Catholic no. people don't believe in TikTok. All right. He's got you there, Mike. So uh, let's get back to why it made sense for her to be the patron saint of television. So like I said earlier, she lived 800 years before television existed. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, so, so as the legend like... goes, or as the story goes, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be little of this at all, but um, yeah. it's said that on Christmas Eve, Claire was too sick to attend Mass. And, and she was overcome with an emotion of being like bedridden because she couldn't get out of bed, and she was missing Mass. Uh, so the Holy Spirit came to her rescue and projected the images and sound of Mass on the wall of her bedroom in order to allow Claire to be present at Mass. That's awesome. <laughs> the first projector. So yeah, that's as a kid when I'd sk- skipped uh, church and I'm like, I'm sick. Uh, I'll watch TV. I'll watch uh, church on TV. Yeah. I promise. Mike, what, what are you doing up there? I'm waiting for the Holy Spirit to change the channel. <laughs> I'm, uh, just after this cartoon, the Holy Spirit will flip it to something else. So Holy Spirit, I'm really missing the Playboy channel right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, but yeah, back in the day where it would all be garbled and you could like play with the dials a little bit to get like all the, the uh, different channel <laughs> different channels you ever you ever like try to get the channels you couldn't get that way not us my we were busy going to church oh yeah, yeah. I was on TV as a, <laughs> a church so real quick to round this out who was Claire Assisi well she was born in 1194 to a wealthy family and I, she'd probably fit in with all this modern idea Wait. of like hate the rich and like. What does she have? Two other sisters. Yes. Wear hair of gold. I don't know about mom. that part. And then her mom married a guy <laughs> that had three boys, and together they became the oh. sissy bunch. I see. I thought you were trying to help me Ooh, out with this fact. <laughs> but then you just Mike didn't get it. I did get it. I... Mike was very excited. They're like, okay, and then what? And then she got hit in the face with a football. No. Well, all right. Well, she ran away from home because she didn't want to be part of a rich family and get promised to marry somebody she didn't want to marry. So rich girl, but she's gone too far. Yeah, she was quite the rebel for a time. She was like, shun the rich, be poor, and uh, she became the first Franciscan nun. Nice. And her sisters later joined her to, to form the Order of Poor Ladies, or as a lot of people know it now, Poor Clares. Uh, I don't know if you've seen a Poor Clares. There's there's a bunch of different churches around the country called Poor Clares. Um, and she believed in poverty, humility, and her order refused anything that would generate income. So they ate no meat, walked barefoot, and slept on the ground. So that sounds right up your alley, Pat. Yeah, especially with the uh, not eating meat and sleeping on the ground. Those are my two favorite things. But you love shoes. That's true. I really do. Yeah, you do like to flash those nice shoes you got. Oh, yeah. My Jordans. My yes. Jordan 2s. I don't know anything about shoes. Your stilettos. <laughs> oh, sure. Manolo Blahnik or Blanca. <laughs> well, anyway, flats. she was a patron saint of television, and that's my fact. Good for uh, her. Just want to call it the patient saint of TV. Yes. The patient ST saint of facts. Of, the ST of TV. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there was one. Okay, I think we end that show now. I'm, I'd be fine with it. <laughs> okay, Pat, go ahead with your fact. All right, here's my fact. Now, this fact comes around only once every 76 years. That's the spirit. 
Yeah. You know what fact this is about? No. The 76-year-old fact. No, it's about Halley's Comet. Oh, okay. You've heard? Heard. I have. Is it coming back around again? Uh, It will in 2061. Oh, God. You you and me and Mike die. (laughs) Yes. I'll see to it. (laughs) All right. Edmund Halley, most famously known for analyzing comets and their orbits, uh, correctly predicted when Halley's Comet would pass our orbit 15 years after his death. So he never even got to, like, uh, witness it. (laughs) On his deathbed? 50 years. There'll be a comet coming by. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, they all thought he was crazy, and they went outside 15 years later, and there was. Um, So Halley's Comet, named after him, is visible to us once every 76 years. So it came back in 1834, and of course, this is where our fact begins, in 1910. Okay. Ever heard of it? The year 1910? (laughs) The year 1910. Have you ever heard of the year? No. So apparently, even though this comet has passed the Earth multiple times, probably thousands of times at this point, scientists... I thought he he called it the first time. I I doubt he called it the very first time. Yeah. Uh... So, for whatever reason, in 1910, all of a sudden, scientists thought that it would bring about the apocalypse. Makes sense. In a very famous uh, New York Times article, Frenchman, a Frenchman named Camille Flammarion. That's a Flammarion? guy. That name I want to trust alone. No? Uh, well, he reported saying that the comet's tail would poison the atmosphere. Is that a point? Yeah, apparently the tail, uh, this is a quote, cyanogen gas, or I don't know, I'm saying all these words wrong. I know if you, if, if smart people listen to this show, just know that we pronounce everything wrong. And uh, if you are smart, why are you listening to this <laughs> yeah, show? Yeah, you already know all that stuff. Uh, cyanogen gas would impregnate the atmosphere and possibly snuff out all life on the planet. Was, now, wait, he would say uh, <laughs> atmosphere got knocked up? Yes. I got, <laughs> get pregnant. Maybe like a one night stand, because then the comet would just keep moving. Yeah, you don't even receive that. Atmosphere is not a hussy. No. <laughs> no. Agreed. It's a lady. And Take it out to dinner. So is this yeah. the start of global warming? Yeah, she's opening up her legs a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's getting hot. <laughs> Family podcast. <laughs> uh, so they uh, apparently the like the cynogen is like real in the tail of the comet. They used a spectroscopy a device that reveals an object's composition by analyzing the light coming off of it. Now, the article said that the poison was so deadly that a grain of its potassium salt touching the tongue was enough to cause instant death. Ooh. It's the worst kind of death. No, yeah, it's it probably a- the best kind of death. I'd rather yeah, have I'll instant in death. Five. Yeah. All right. Nope. If, you, if you're going to list it, so dying in your sleep is probably the best. And then... Yeah. Followed up by instant death. Yeah, I think that's one no, of two. I want to be a drain on all the people who love me. Well, do you put before instant death, dying in a blaze of glory before it? Yeah. How about that? So, but if yeah, you so die I in a say, blaze of glory, do you know you're dying in a blaze of glory? I feel yeah, If you're going out do. in a blaze of glory, I think you know. Okay. Like if there was like a horde of like zombies and I'm driving a bus into them to save you guys, I feel like that's dying in a place of glory. I know I'm going to die. All right, I, I I'll allow it. I'll, I'll say that's above dying in your sleep then. 
Yeah. No, no, so, I say die in your sleep's number one. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. I, I, I allow I don't want to have to be in a situation where there's a chance of me <laughs> dying in a blaze of glory. <laughs> no? But I would say I would take that over this instantly dying for no cause. As the Grim Reaper's cousin, I agree. <gasps> I knew you looked familiar. With your <laughs> pale skeleton face and your cloak all the time. Yeah, the giant scythe. <laughs> yeah. Now, the article did also mention that some astronomers did not think we would all die, but that it was too late. Just some, like, four guys. <laughs> I don't uh, think it's going to happen. Yeah, Percival Lowell, Lowell said that the gas was so rarefied that it posed no threat. Uh, but they ran that article that said the world might end, and that just left the door open for con men all across the country. Yep. They would start using the impending arrival to start selling anti-comet pills to save you. They uh, promised it was an elixir for escaping the wrath of the heavens. I'm sure you could probably still get them. Anti-comet pills? Yeah, I'm I'm taking them now. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Mike's still alive, so they might be on to something. That's true. The comet has not killed Mike yet. (laughs) How great would it be? (laughs) So you can't prove they don't work. Yeah, sure. If Mike gets hit by a comment right now, this would be the greatest podcast of all time. <laughs> but who would edit what, it? So who? where does that line up in the death? Oh, three. Okay. For yeah. me? Wait, wait. I would rank that as number one death because I'm not dying. It's just you. I would put it as, I would put it after instant death. But then it is an instant death. <laughs> nah, I think you would go like, avenge me. <laughs> And I'd Wait, be like, nah, I'm you busy. No, that's an, you would not have any time to say anything if a comet hits you. No, I, Mike's strong. He'll be fine. That's true. <laughs> All right, so so you think it's so rare that it deserves a category in and of itself? Yeah. All right. Mike, All right. All right. The many mics of death. We're we're moving that up the list. So dying from a comet's number three. <laughs> All right. Uh, apparently, there was a voodoo doctor in Haiti who was apparently selling pills as fast as he could make them, and two Texans were arrested for selling sugar pills as a cure-all. But the police let them go after the customers demanded their freedom. Uh, also, uh, because they, it was mentioned that it was a gas, like poisonous gas, apparently there were a lot of looters uh, breaking into stores and stealing gas masks. Yeah. How, what stores are selling gas masks? <laughs> Walmart. Um, in 1910? Plus. Yeah. Uh, Macy's? Yeah. Boss Gimbal's? Wanamaker? All, we've 7-11. named all these stores that probably <laughs> didn't exist in the 1910s at all. Target? All right. Lululemon? Claire's? That's uh, a store. Not Poor Forever Claire's. 21? Yeah. Barnes and Nobles? <laughs> Borders? Zane right. Brady. So, <laughs> Olive Garden. <laughs> the Lego store. All right. So people also turn to religion, and apparently this is a big time 1910 of people, you know, fi- trying to find comfort, you know, before the impending doom of the world. Eventually, May 19th, 1910, guess what happened? Nothing. Nothing happened. Well, Haley's Comet came and went. So they did get to see the comet. So that was fun. Uh, and people celebrated all over the world for still being alive. And one of the funnier ones is that in Atlanta, they did not see the comet because there was, like, too much cloud cover. Yeah. So there's an actual article where uh, from the Atlanta Constitution 
that declared that the cal- the clouds saved them from the gas of the. <laughs> of you can't the prove that it didn't happen. It's true. It's, it's uh, true to this day. Yeah. 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 And that concludes my fact. Haley would come back in 1986 before I was born. Mike, you were you around? Do you remember? October 12th. I don't know if I was a comet baby. Yeah. Oh, he might be. That'd be cool. He... Yeah. I think he could be. Yeah, why not? And it will come back in the year 2061. That is my fact. A fact 76 years in the making. Hmm. So what's the name of your fact? A fact 76 years in the making. What, what was it again? A fact 76 years in the making. Okay. Well, there you have it, folks. Our three facts for today is... A fact uh, 76 years in the making. <laughs> a season <laughs> by... just any, like me. A season by any other name. It's still a season by me, Alex. The patron saint of TV by Mike. And a fact 76 years in the making by Pat. So go to factoffpodcast.com and vote for which fact you think is better. There's a link in the show notes. You just click that link. It will take you. And you can go vote. Um, Rate and review us on all the Apple and Spotify. Check us out on the socials, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Mike is off this year, so he'll be posting a lot more on those. (laughs) Mike sounds like he's unemployed. I don't know what Mike does. This show would be so much better if I was unemployed. (laughs) I called Mike the other day. True story. I called Mike the other day. And I was like, oh, what are you up to? I'm at work. I got a keg of green beer. We're all hanging out watching TV. That's awesome. Is that no a true story? Yeah. It was just a quarter keg. Um, <laughs> no, 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 people don't realize Mike works by himself. <laughs> I got some guys over. I learned that I have no clue how a keg works, and all the beer was either too frothy or not frothy enough. Yeah, we'll have but to just come over and teach you how to use one. All right. Uh, most, most importantly, have a great night.